Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me and my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Jay here. Your mother. Wow. Yes. Ian will be here shortly, maybe in the middle of this episode. Who really knows? Probably, but we're going to power through the beginning of the news without him until yep. he gets here. Mm-hmm. You guys barely acknowledge your mother. Come on. Mine is a very lovely person, and uh, she listens to this podcast. Honestly, I'm just trying out. I, you know, I'm tired of saying what's up. I'm trying a new catch. Yeah, you got to find a new thing. It'll be yeah. a new one each time. So the news, uh, first thing we have to address here is uh, I had reported to the other folks in this room the, this article that I thought said that Robert Pattinson had dropped out of Batman already. Mm-hmm. And I was really pissed off at why the fuck would you even sign on if you're right. going to drop out of it? And then I, it turns out I was a victim of provocative headlines. I don't think you're a victim here. You're like every other white dude on the internet. You yeah. Get outraged by a headline. Yep. And uh, yeah, it turns out he dropped out of another indie movie because he's committed to being Batman. Right. It was a very oddly worded headline. It, it, ab- was. it was. It was. It was not by accident, I'm certain. It, it's funny because when you said that, I literally just decided I was on board for reasons having nothing to do with Robert Pattinson. Have you guys ever seen the clip where uh, where Michael Keaton blows the twist to Batman '89 on the David Letterman show? I just saw it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know, me and a buddy were talking about that, and we're like, "Man, if Robert Pattinson did that, he would be beaten to death." Yeah, he absolutely would. No, for some reason that made me decide. I'm going to cut him. That, that actually just happened. Tom Holland was on Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah. He said Tony Stark, the whole, that Spider-Man Far From Home is about Spider-Man dealing with the death of Peter, or Tony Stark. <laughs> and everyone's like, geez, uh, I don't even get a chance to see the movie nowadays. Like, <laughs> you're just going to spoil it. The movie's been out for two months and made $3 billion. Like, if you your have, fault. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, don't, I, I think he's fully in the clear on yeah. that one. Uh, so joining us now, Ian, hey, welcome. Hey, guys? Sorry, Glad to see you. You look mighty tan there, Ian. I know. I was at the beach this week. Been you hitting the beach. Give him the podcast. For <laughs> Old beachy. Uh, that's what they call you. Dude. All right. I'm already in it. Ian's Ian's handing it off to me. Yeah. Uh, also, a very recent news. Taika Waititi is being tapped to write and direct a Flash Gordon animated series or I, movie? I think it's a movie. Movie. Yeah. For Fox, which is now owned by Disney. I feel like Taika Waititi's got a lot of projects in the pipeline <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. He's just signing his name to shit right now. Because yeah. he's doing the Akira movie. Yep. He's yep. doing Akira. Kira. He did have. He has Jojo Rabbit coming out later this year. Rumor is Thor four, and uh, he was gonna make another one about Michael Jackson's monkey, and <laughs> that movie is not gonna happen. That, oh man, that sounds oh, like a thing that he would do. Kill all those other fucking movies <laughs> and make that. Well, I think uh, because of the flack from the documentary, the HBO documentary. Sure. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be like a dark take, <laughs> like him witnessing the things and wanting to escape. But that he's would just be just a monkey. Horrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think this movie gets made. I also how don't many think... Flash Gordon projects have we had since Flash Gordon? At least, at least nine. Ted well, one. Gordon movie would not do well. There's no interest in it. I, I mean, I... I would watch it. You know how they get interest in it. You reuse the Queen soundtrack. 100%. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, there was this movie last year called Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> we haven't talked about it. We've yeah. never talked about it. Never is, it is it good? It, it, it won an Academy Award. <laughs> Several. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't. I can't. We got to move on. I, I just wrote down Matrix question mark. 
there's been some renewed speculation and uh, and rumors floating around that there might be another Matrix project in the work, also uh, involving the Wachowskis. And I also specifically wanted to bring it up because we were talking about it before we started the podcast. We wanted to know if you could remember the song that happens at the end of the Matrix when the credits you, roll. Right? I know it's a Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, song, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the song was. It maybe it's Calm Like a Bomb. I really don't remember. It's just... It's got I, a lot of fuzz. I yeah, remember. it does. Yeah. I don't feel like I need another Matrix movie. I will watch it if it comes out. I'm okay with the Wachowskis getting work. I haven't needed two of the three Matrix movies yeah, I've gotten. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about <laughs> um, it. I, you know, uh, I thought they were rebooting it. What happened to the okay, reboot? Okay, so we don't really know what this is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zach Penn said he had an idea. He okay. went to the studio. Wrote a script, apparently. Hadn't heard an update. That was like yeah, a we year talked ago. About this already. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this yeah, like yeah. a year ago. Rumor that came out like just yesterday is that the script's basically done. The Wachowskis want to come back to direct. It's now a trilogy of movies. Michael B. Jordan has signed on. He's doing it, producing it, and it starts filming in the spring. And so, like, is Canoe coming back? That would well, nobody knows that part. He, he has to come. Back. I mean, he's I mean, been he, doing it, literally everything it, right now. To me, it's funny because. They initially, when they made it, they wanted to get like the hot action black guy star in Will Smith. Yep. And now you're getting this generation's Will Smith in Michael B. Jordan. Right. Except uh, who can act? Yeah, he's better actor. Uh, as we determined Dude, last didn't week. Did Will Smith win an Oscar? No, he's, he's been nominated. nominated. Okay, I was about to say. You know, well, and yet no bad actors ever won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, never. Good. And I'm not I saying like Will Smith. Smith. He's all this right. This movie came out last year called Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was listening to a movie podcast, and they said it won more Oscars than The Godfather. And the guy started laughing. He also thinks Bohemian's trash. Uh, I'm down for another Matrix movie. I have a more positive opinion of the Wachowskis than I think you do. You do? You like Speed Racer? I don't I, hate Speed Racer. I love Speed Racer. I also fucking love Speed Racer. No, I'm down for another Matrix. Let's, let's I want to watch it. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's a, it is a franchise that could be universe don't, potential. I don't want to reboot, though. No, don't do a reboot. I, yeah. I don't really think you have to reboot it because reboot is built into the system. And I feel yeah, like you know? I think Kanu should just That's be That's what the like whole a, second movie was about. Right. He should just be like a computer program. Yeah. So all he's doing is ninja shit. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean, no, like, no like blind. He's like canoe. merged with yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, he's Mor- Morpheus, no, but he's definitely in the to me. Yes. I mean, we, we can talk about this on a Matrix episode, but the biggest problem for me with the sequels is that there's not enough Matrix in the Matrix movies. You yes. spend too much time in the not Matrix. Yeah, yep. yeah. especially the third movie. But, yeah, for sure. What I don't want is him with a fucking band bandage over his head, fucking acting like Jesus. Like that's <laughs> what we don't. Need. It was very Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, do you get it? Do you? <laughs> do you Are you sure? <laughs> like we're gonna make him up at a cross. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christ. Anyway, literally. Uh, yep. So on the uh, on the Stephen King train, since he's having a, a real fucking moment in mm-hmm. pop culture. They are going to be, uh, I guess, they already made, started making, or are they in the process of potentially making the, the stand? They announced some of the cast. Yep, right. Amber Heard, James Marsden, Whoopi Goldberg, and some other folks. Ooh. Look, those are all good people, but... <laughs> those, I hang on, wait, hold hang on. on. <laughs> those are all... Is Amber Heard good? She's okay. She's good in Aquaman. But none, none of those guys are like, they don't draw you, you know? They're like the guy, <laughs> they're like, sure. they're like yeah. the second name. If, if this was like a, a Bonnaroo or a Coachella, their name would be like two fonts so, size fair. smaller. That's a good description. Yeah. However, the the Rick Dark Tower had Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. That's so fucking true. They would true. be on the top, and that movie sucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I, I fucking I love the stand. It's you I know, I think it's unadaptable. Man. The, it's very hard to adapt. And also, if they're gonna do it, man, I say redo the third act. The it, third act is kind of what is it, dude? It's it's like three different stories. Yeah. I, okay, it's like two different stories and like a big overarching story. It's it's fucking it, crazy. I, I don't. I want to blow the ending to this book that they're making a movie here on the podcast. But there's like a thing where it's one of those things where well the first hat the first like <laughs> third of it is like a plague. Okay. And then it turns into society reforming. And man, uh, if you're reading it. Lost gets a lot from it. The two camps <laughs> on the island are very much the two camps. Yeah. And are you saying that J.J. Abrams did not have an original idea? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even think they're like... like uh, da- uh, Damien Lindoff the whole time was like, I'm a super... I'm a Stephen <laughs> King nut. I'm taking shit from Stephen King. Yeah. But then once it gets to that part, there's a thing where you're like, I feel like this thing's going to happen at the end, and surely that's not the ending. And it's totally the ending. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, also, Stephen King has a Stephen King verse. Like, it's all kind of yeah. connected well, through, it, like, the man in black stuff. Well, so Rick Flagg is the thing, the connective yeah. tissue, yeah. and he is a main player yeah. in uh, the stand. Okay. So okay. he's like the big bad of this and of, like, the Dark Tower franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He, he's the main So he's in this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's, like, Pennywise. Like, all that's connected, right? Uh, I mean, it's connected in that, like, the town in, there's, like, several towns in Maine that he made up, and they're all, like, you know, interconnected. Okay. Like, it's... It's loose. It's it's <laughs> loose, yeah. Like Faulkner's <laughs> yeah, gotcha. own universe. All right, well, he's back. Stephen King. Stephen King is back. <laughs> I um, mean, they did a TV version of The Stand before, right? They Am did, I? and I liked it when I watched it in high school. I have no idea. Yeah, it was like back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, it was like Molly Ringwald's comeback. Uh, Gary Sinise was in it, so it was. It would have been the mid-90s, I guess, because yeah. it would have been post-Forrest Gump. The guy who they got played uh, to, to play Randall Flagg was like a guy from Law & Order. That cool. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I you know I liked it at the time, but I I don't know if I ever want to revisit it. But I do think it's it's the kind of shit that like of course they should be making this into a movie. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a good one. The Lion King released a new TV spot that I mostly wanted to address because I've just realized it's a bad idea to have uh, Donald Glover and Beyonce singing in the same song. Uh, it exposes it shows the Donald difference. I'm, look, I think I think if you met Donald Glover and he sang for you at a party, you'd be like, "Man, that guy's got a great voice." But you compare him to a real fucking singer, and it is not it does not hold up at yeah. all. I mean, I'd definitely rather hang out with Donald Glover. Uh, oh, that's you know, true. You know, yeah, Beyonce yeah, yeah, yeah. seems like she's a bit much. <laughs> but just a tad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's the animals seem weird. I don't know if I'm gonna like that movie. They're too realistic. You're, you're backing up off it now? Yeah, you're they're seeing too more real. stuff. Some of the stuff I'm like, uh, I don't know if I like what they're doing. They're losing some of the cartooniness, I think. I like that the cartooniness is gone. I, I, if, I'm all about if you're going to do these things, make them fucking different. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want them to be a straight rehash of what we've already seen. So, you know, go in the opposite direction. One thing that... Um, like, let Mufasa live? No, 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 no. I don't know. Mufasa lives, Simba dies. Simba, One thing they're doing in the in the movie is they're taking like one of the songs from the Broadway production, uh, He Lives in You, which is, it's a cool song. Oh, they're adding it? Yeah, and I'm glad they're putting it in the yeah. movie and stuff like that. You know, there was rumor that they weren't going to do um, Scar song. What is it? Uh, Be Prepared. Yeah, but that it's on the track list that came out today. Uh, I'm just, you know, make it, I think that's the one thing I liked about Jungle Book a lot is like 
while felt familiar, mm. also feels like its own completely thing. Like Beauty and the Beast, I got nothing out of the new version sure. of Beauty and the Beast. But at least if you give me something that makes me appreciate this version, uh, and I hope that's what this movie's going to do. I don't know that it will, but we'll I like see. I like your optimism though. I like, yeah. the, I like the plans. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we're. I think we're we're all probably going to watch it. I mean, I'm pretty much think this uh, podcast is damning me to have to. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I definitely would not be on my own. Uh, do we want to talk about the new Trolls movie? Does anyone know anything about the Trolls movie beside Christian, who has seen it several hundred times? I've never seen the Trolls I movie. I didn't think so. <laughs> Christian, what is, what is the Trolls movie about? So the, it's actually very dark, because the 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 Trolls, the this whole concept of the Trolls movie is that there's these two like neighboring civilizations, and one of them only experience happiness when they eat the trolls. So the movie opens up with this holiday where they eat trolls so they can have one day of joy. Uh, and the trolls escape. And so then the bad guys are trying to hunt some trolls. That's what the movie That's the movie. Is this yeah. one with Justin Timberlake? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And all the while they're singing pop songs. Yeah, yeah. Like Happy. Earth, Wind, and Fire and Simon <laughs> and Garfunkel. It's weird. It's a weird balance of things. Because if you just take the concept on your own, you're like, this is really effing dark. But it's got Anna Kendrick singing happy songs, and yep. so you buy it. Look, it's pretty funny. It's pretty. It's it's clever. There are worse animated. There are worse animated movies. DreamWorks has made definitely uh, Shark Tale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm not in any way excited for a second one, but fine. They're gonna give it to me, and you're gonna have to see it. I'm gonna probably have to see it. I will say that I was hanging out with my brothers this weekend, and I didn't know they listened to the podcast as much as they do. Shout out, guys. But they were like, hey, so why do they hate Shark Tale so much? I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't listen. <laughs> and they're like, Will Smith's best episode ever. I'm like, they don't like Shark Tale? They're like, no. I'm like, that's what the Robert De Niro gangster sharks, right? Yes. Dude, that okay, movie's that good. that was the same movie. Yeah, that yeah. movie yeah. I've never good. actually seen it. I was like, if I would have been there, I would have died on that hill. <laughs> right. Of course you would have. That <laughs> makes why, a lot of sense. That's why we need you here. <laughs> right. keep, keep it going. Dude. I love it. Uh, just prediction. Is, is Trolls 2 better or worse than Transformers? Worse than Transformers. Good to know. There won't be a better song than Happy attached to it. Because that was Trolls 1, right? Uh, no, it was Pharrell. No, it was, it was the Justin Timberlake song. Yeah. Can't the, fight the feeling. Can't yeah, stop the feeling. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's a good song, though. Yeah. yeah. Bad that's, Super Bowl performance, but good song. Yeah. Steven Spielberg is uh, apparently adapting a uh, West Side Story for a new movie starring Ansel Elgort. Yep. Everyone's favorite driver. chinless male lead that they want to make a thing. <laughs> Yep, very tall and lanky. Yep, not in any way. But pers- just, just no, no jawline. No, no. Who's the female lead? I don't know yet. I don't really recognize a lot of the cast list in yeah. this movie, as far as I know. But, yeah, um, I like Ansel. I want him to be a thing. Joseph and I were just having this conversation. He does not want him to be a thing. I do not what? want him to be a thing. I like Baby Driver. I like, see, that's the thing, but does he add anything to Baby, Baby Driver? He does no. kind of have a point to this, can no, he? Like, Alden really. Ehrenrich could be the exact same person in that. Yeah, he does. I mean, they're I the don't same hate him people like to me, Nicholas and they they both have hard to say names that <laughs> yeah. are made up. <laughs> I, I, as far as this movie goes, I think Steven uh, Spielberg no longer realizes what makes Steven Spielberg cool. Like he just has no clue what that is. I mean, I think it's just too late to be Steven Spielberg and cool. I think if Steven Spielberg was still Steven Spielberg, it he'd be real fucking cool, but. I don't know. I'm really excited for this movie. I like West Side Story. I mean, I'm a sucker for musicals. This is gonna. I'm gonna see this and enjoy. I it. have a feeling this is gonna, you know, pull on some heartstrings and return to that like directorial best director winning Steven Spielberg. I hope. Yeah, I was gonna say he casts his unknown as his Maria. It's some lady named Rachel Ziegler who's 
Never been anything before. Oh, so see. that's that's a step out there for him. I don't know. He's he's hit or miss lately. Like the post is a good movie. Yeah, but I would say he's hit or miss since like the fucking late nineties. Yeah, I have it's not just late. I have a serious distaste for Ready Player One, as you guys know. I like Ready. Player. See, I, I thought keep, that one. Was I keep okay. forgetting that was Steven fucking Spielberg. <laughs> I know. That's a weird one. I think about that. <laughs> yeah, right. let's keep going. Anyway. Maria. <laughs> Uh, Pixar announced uh, some some early hype for a movie their their future project they're making oh, called yeah. Soul. That sounds good. Do we know anything about this? Uh, it starts in New York City, I believe, and it's gonna go through a journey through the universe, trying to answer life's most important questions. Yeah, I don't. Know. It sounded I, like it. kind of sounded like Inside Out to me, but then it, it does. Yeah, very Inside Out. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, I like their original movies ninety nine percent of the time, so like I, they still have my confidence, kind of like Marvel, right? Yeah. Until they kind of let me down, and if that sounds like it sounds like one of the ones they're like they're proud of if they're announcing it this early. Yeah, they're yeah, way for early, sure. so they have confidence. Yeah, no, I, I, I again exactly everything you said. Yeah, the, the original movies are good. It reminds me of Inside Out, which may be the best one they've had in a, you know in the, yep. like the last like five to ten years. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think Inside Out's their last sequel. I mean, they need new ideas. They've milked all the sequels you can get now. Other than Inside Out 2, I don't know what else you do a sequel to now. I don't even know. I don't even need an Inside Out 2, though. Yeah. yeah. I, you could do one more out of that, yeah. though, I, I think. With her, the girl, little girl a little older. But, but yeah, I think they need some, some new stuff to hit. So Onward is one, right? Yeah, we have Onward and then Soul. And they don't normally announce, like, farther out than a year. No, so I agree. I, I think that's a good sign that they yeah. feel like this is... A project that that's worth you paying attention yep. to. Yep. I I didn't even know the good dinosaur came out when the good dinosaur came out. Yep. It opened real small. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand. It, I think it's the, one of their lowest gross. Yeah. I think because that I think they knew they had a loser with that one. Yeah. They didn't promote it. They You're buried right. it. Yeah. No, yeah. They didn't. Absolutely. And the last thing I wanted to talk about here, and it's not because it's particularly pertinent to anyone's life, but just because it seems like a weird time for it. Uh, Marvel has announced a new Spider-Man uh, miniseries comic to be written by J.J. Uh, Abrams and his son. A lot of J.J. this episode. Yeah. Uh. A lot of J.J. It just seems, again, we talked about this on our thread when it happened, but it does seem like a weird time to be really uh, extolling the father-son uh, nepotism of Hollywood. Right. Yep, 100%. <laughs> Did you guys talk about the uproar over the, the, the tweet? countdown oh, oh well, we were whoa. we talked about the that's, countdown. The, that's the other reason i wanted to put this in here okay we, <laughs> we speculated what it could have been who starts we a wrong. countdown with four unless you mean it to mean something absolutely right, right. It's, yeah. countdown's three or five so, so <laughs> maybe to, to be clear this is this is the actual <laughs> news where we had suspected it might be a continuation comic from spider-man 4 sam raimi's spider-man yep. 4 because sam raimi had done an interview at yeah. around the same time and and Alex Ross was uh, tweeting some images, and it all seemed like things that were going together, which turns out they were actually completely well, unrelated. Why don't they make that, though? I mean, they have the rights, and it would be easy to whoop up, and be there's obviously... Because apparently J.J. Abrams' son needs a job. Like, I just don't get... Well, I thought it was maybe a Fantastic Four crossover, but like it just makes no sense the way well, they did that. It's it's almost like they changed course at the last. It minute. is so strange. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but it is so strange that they started at four. Why? Yeah. It makes no sense. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, my my big worry with it is J.J. Abrams, uh, you know, buddy Damian Lindoff wrote a comic once too. It was called Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine. And it took, I think, three years to complete four issues. Wow. So wow. I don't really feel like J.J. Abrams is a less busy guy than that. So, I'm, you know, I, I got a feeling we'll get one issue, it'll get huge fucking sales, and then it'll be eight months before there's a second issue. 
they're bringing back MJ, introducing a new villain. Like it's supposed to feel like I don't know. I guess a classic, right? Spider Man comic. JJ never written a comic before in his life. Tell you, he's never even really read comics before. Mm. Um, so why is his son worthy of a countdown? Because his last name is Abrams, That's and he's crazy. a rich white kid. That is crazy. A, well, um, we <laughs> hand them things. It's like they're setting that kid up to fail because you know that's absolutely piss yeah. the off. You know? Did they say who was on art on it? They did. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Either. I'm just gonna that's, guess. That's your job. I know You're the I art know. guy. I am. I mean, I was so disinterested in this when it hurt, and I <laughs> like J.J. Abrams a lot more than the rest of the table here. But uh, but when I heard that, I just thought back to Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine, and in general, in the early oddies, Marvel was really into bringing in celebrity celebrity writers, and it was always just delays killed interest. You yep. know. Uh, you know, there was a Kevin Smith miniseries that, you know, the first issue came out. And I don't know if the second issue has ever came out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's still in the wings. Well. Uh, but that's it for this week. That was actually a lot, and we did so good on our time. I'm so proud of us. Mm-hmm. So join us a little later this week where we are going to be, as promised, deliver our uh, manly man's guide to rom-coms, uh, where we will go through the, the best of the genre and <laughs> d- deliver why it might be a little underrated. And- so join us a little bit later this week for that. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can reach us at realphoniesgmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later.